Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions. North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Stoffer joining you in the 630 Chad Studios, the city's south side. The Edmonton Oilers hitting the ice as we speak over at uh, Rogers Place. This is Oilers Now. Hope you're having a terrific Thursday. Now, the Edmonton Oilers coming off a highly entertaining, albeit uh, somewhat challenging, 6-3 victory over the Philadelphia Flyers. The Edmonton Oilers are now... Six and one on the season. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Uh, Brennan Escott is with us. He was in the building last night as well. Coming up on today's show, a complete review of last night's victory against the Philadelphia Flyers. Miko Koskin simply outstanding, and Connor McDavid picking up his third career five-point night. The Oilers' power play going two for two. 12.35 uh, to talk a bit about the current plight of the Edmonton Oilers and to reminisce uh, about the passing of his former head coach, Ted Green, will be pleased to be joined by Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque. For our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar, Sportsnet's Brian Burke, and the executive director of Sport Central to talk about Dave's Drive in honor of Dave, uh, Dave Smako, Sheldon Alexon uh, will be joining us at one uh, thirty-five today. Here's how you get a hold of us. We are on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline 780-496-0063. They're bigger and better and now 100% smoke-free on the main casino floor. River Cree Resort Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. You can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 630-630. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan at Brendan Escott. Uh, Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's, and that's where we're going to go next. Brendan, uh, you were in the building last night. 
was not an ideal performance from the uh, Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club, but ultimately the Oilers got it done. And that's the most important thing. The fans loved it. I can tell you that much. You see six goals go up on the board and the people who bought the tickets are going to be real happy. So are the ones watching at home. Dave Tippett, however, in that post-game presser was about as curt and short and steaming as I've seen him yet. He was not impressed with how they played. But the goaltender needs to bail you out sometimes. He did last night and the stars were the stars. You know, it's funny. I did an event this morning over at the uh, Derrick Golf and Country Club uh, for... I did not know that there was over 20 rotary clubs in the city of Edmonton and it feels like I've done about 20 events over the last three years with the uh, Rotarians, but Patrick LaForge, who was my old boss uh, when he was the CEO of the Edmonton Oilers, uh, invited us uh, down. We had Tom and Selmy, who's the CEO of the Oilers on the business side, as well as Keith Gretzky, the assistant general manager, just talking about uh, um, the... Uh, where, where we're at right now with the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club is great bumping into uh, Trent Brown, uh, who, of course, is with James H. Brown and Associates. James H. Brown, personal injury lawyers. Trent, a terrific uh, safety back in the day in the CFL. Uh, also, Tom Richards. Uh, Trent won a great cup in 1993. Tom Richards was on the 87 great cup team before he had to retire. And it was uh, we bumped into several people. There's a degree of cautious optimism with the hockey team right now. That's the thing about this marketplace. People get it. There was a little bit of score effects last night. Don't kid yourself. The Oilers got drilled in the third period. Koskinen, what can you say? I mean, he's given the team three really good starts so far. Brendan, that's part of the equation for me. Like, I'm sitting here looking at this hockey club right now. Um, Maybe the biggest question mark in the offseason was goaltending. We're seven games into the season, and I'd argue the team's had the better goaltender people say, well, did Corey Crawford outplay Mike Smith? I, Chicago dramatically outplayed Edmonton in that game. Mike Smith was challenged to do more work than Corey Crawford. Oilers, you can't argue with what they've gotten out of their goaltenders so far. They've been good. And last night, Koskinen was outstanding. Completely agree. Uh, you know, and like I said, I think that your goaltenders, you have to be able to rely on them not to win every game, but to win some. And the one thing that Miko said last night that really stuck with me is that a lot of those shots were coming from outside. So yeah. it's not as if there was a lot of prime scoring, at least as far as his estimation went. Yeah, they so. spent way too much time in their own zone. So let's get to it to our Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings at Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. It is the Oilers and the Flyers and Jack Michaels has got the call. There's a tremendous energy inside Rogers' place tonight as Edmonton returns home and looks to get the train back on track. Drysaddle shoots and scores from McDavid right circle, and he greets Sherwood Park native Carter Hart with his fifth goal of the year. And he's got Voracek behind the net. Couturier, wrist shot saved. Giroux, rebound banged in by Voracek, and the Flyers are on the board. Here comes Nugent Hopkins, and there were two good ones. In over the line, left to right, Neal to the middle. Reach shot score, Ethan Bear. The second goal of his National Hockey League career. Golfed out of the zone by Chris Russell. Race for the puck, and McDavid will win it. Shoot and score. What a brilliant individual play. Russell the lob. McDavid the conversion. James Neal, six power play goals. No other has ever done that. Reach shot score, Nugent Hopkins. Left circle. Neal, side of the net, turns, fires, rebound, and somehow Brian Elliott stopped Ryan Nugent Hopkins. That is an unbelievable save. Back in her score. Drives out of punches at home. Well, that power play is just looking lethal. I mean, it was unbelievable a chance. 
tremendous save off Newton Hopkins by Brian Elliott. Digging for the rebound was James Neal. And then McDavid, reverse bank off the boards, and Leon on the backhand sweeps it home. And here comes McDavid looking for his third five-pointer of a career, and a drive by Brandon Manning finds its way home. The ex-flyer blasts one past Brian Elliott. 6-1 Oilers. Rebound out to the point, and it's a deflection goal for the Flyers. Controls off the draw, one-timer score. And maybe the Flyers are going to have something to say about this one. Voracek with a slapper, top shelf, no chance for Miko Koskinen. And they'll skate out the remaining time, and the Oilers will celebrate a 6-1 start in front of their fans. All right, so it's 12-14 in Edmonton. Edmonton gets the 6-3 uh, victory. And uh, we are going to go to Jack Michaels at 12-23, so in about 10 minutes just at practice. They're just underway down at Rogers Place. Let's hear from Dave Tippett. Brendan referenced it earlier in our uh, Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct work where here's Dave Tippett's post-game analysis. That's when the game turned for us a little bit when he uh, he scored his the one where he beat their defenseman. That's where the game turned a little bit, but... After the first two shifts of the game, we were outplayed by a wide margin until we got it turned around. Connor got that goal, and we got a couple power play goals, and you know we pushed the game along. But between Drysaddle's first goal and Connor's goal in the second period, that wasn't how we have to play. Dave Tippett, obviously, you can hear the concern in his voice. He says Miko Koskinen won the game for them last night. It's a tough game. I mean, you come back from a trip, you recognize it's a tough game, and and they give they came at us hard. They they pushed us hard, and we didn't handle it very well. Right? Just didn't have turned the puck over a lot. Wouldn't play with enough pace to uh, catch up with the game until a couple of skill players made a couple of good plays and pushed us ahead. But other than that, Koskinen was was the whole story of the game. There you go, and he was, and he was brilliant last night. Koskinen had this to say following the game on his 49 save performance. Yeah, hopefully that's going to happen every every night. Otherwise, I'm going to be exhausted. But it was, uh, I think we played pretty well. They were shooting a lot of a lot of pucks like outside, and the guys did a good job. We didn't let them come to the middle, and that's that's the key thing. Oscar Clefbaum, Oilers defenseman, says Koskinen the power play won the Oilers the game. It's a bit funny. I think we played, didn't play our best game. Obviously, we got a lot, a lot of areas that we can improve on. Uh, we gave up way too many shots on that today. I think uh, we stuck together. Our power play was really good, and, and Mika was really good in that. So we're happy that we win and, and big two points. And uh, Clefbaum added uh, some additional thoughts on Connor McDavid, who had a five-point performance, third time in his NHL career that he's done it. He's up to 17 points in seven games. Only Oiter, only other Oiter player to do that in history. Wayne Gretzky, he's done it like six times. Here's Oscar Clefbaum on Connor McDavid. He was average today. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he he's one of those uh, guys that can take over a game like that. Um, obviously, it was uh, a couple of big goals for us that gave us a lot of energy. And, and like I said, to, it's really important to get that power play going uh, right off the bat here early in the season. Um, but I mean, he's he's one of a kind. Uh, it's really it's really nice to have him back after that injury, and obviously to have him on our side. Uh, it's not very fun as a defenseman going back for pucks, and you know we have one of the fastest, if if not even the fastest guy in the league, chasing you. So uh, um, solid win. Um, but I think we can improve a lot of things. Well, there's no question the Oilers can improve a lot of things. I think that's an absolute given. That is Oscar Clefbaum. Uh, by the way, Connor McDavid talked about the Oilers' resiliency again. 
I mean, we've, we've played from behind. We've you know, played a little bit from, from ahead, um, not too much, but um, you know, I, see, I, I liked how you know, we, we bent, but we didn't break uh, there in the second. We, we held strong and found a way to get a couple there to um, you know, give her, give herself some, some breather. There you go. That is uh, Connor McDavid. So uh, leading the NHL and scoring 17 points. All right, so let's cut to the chase here. McDavid and Dreisaitl are on absolute offensive heaters. The power play is 10 for 22 uh, on the season through seven games. That's obscene. Now, I do think the power play is going to be really good. You got, uh, we've talked about this ad nauseum. McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins in a 1-3-1 formation. All three of those guys can uh, get you zone entry. All three of those guys can beat you with plays in the power play. So they're gifted players. That's part of the reason why James Neal is poised to have a big year. And for that matter, Clefbaum on the point as well. So the power play... Is it going to continue being 40-plus percent? No. But is it going to finish higher than 20 percent? Absolutely. I'd be stunned if it didn't. The penalty killing, they got touched for two on six last night. They spent too much time penalty killing. There's some stupid penalties. And some of those penalties were from support players, bottom six forwards. Cannot happen. Bottom six. Way too much time in the Oilers' uh, D zone. That's got to be improved. And there's some defensemen that got to make better decisions as well when they have the puck. One guy... That is becoming a storyline for the Edmonton Oilers is Ethan Bear, third time in the last four games, 22-plus minutes, very poised with the puck as well. So there you have it. That is uh, our Oilers now Audio Vault, and we're going to go early into NHL today for elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time every time elite promotional marketing. Here's Brendan Escott. Thank you, Bob. Well, nine games across the NHL tonight. Montreal hosts Minnesota. Vancouver is in St. Louis. Winnipeg entertains the Islanders. Calgary welcomes in... uh Wait, hang on. Calgary welcomes in somebody that is not Winnipeg. That's not right. Uh, Detroit would be the obvious yes, answer to Detroit, that. Yes. And then Ottawa battles the Golden Knights down in Sin City. Speaking of which, former Oiler, now Golden Knight, Valentin Zikov suspended 20 games for violating the league's performance-enhancing substances policy. That was announced a few minutes before showtime. Uh, the Seattle NHL franchise released initial club ticket prices. They're going to cost between 285 and 355 U.S. dollars. And they work on 3-5 and seven-year terms. They've got 2,600 of those seats in the new arena where 80% of the suites have already been sold. So long story short, Seattle is showing strong interest in this new hockey franchise. Bakersfield Condors have a rematch against the Heat in Bakersfield, the Stockton Heat, I should say, on uh, Saturday. The Oil Kings off until Friday when they're on the road in Red Deer and the U of A Golden Bears get Mount Royal at home on Friday on the road on Saturday. Alrighty, it's 12.20 in Edmonton. Uh, that is NHL Today again for Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored programs for your team or business where your order is done on time, every time at Elite Promotional Marketing. We'll take a quick dip down to practice at Rogers Place with Jack Michaels coming up at 12.23. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. All right, it's uh, 12.23, as promised, straight down to uh, Rogers Place in Ice District. Here's Jack Michaels, Oilers uh, play-by-play voice. The Oilers are on the ice right now. Jack, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm great, Bob, and uh, Edmonton has decided to use discretion as the better part of valor today with its lines. Uh, the same makeup, 
I thought there might be a few tweaks just in the, you know, in light of Dave Tippett's, I would say, less than congratulatory remarks last night after last night's win. As you and I talked about during the broadcast, you know, perfect type of victory for a coach with respect to plenty of holes to pick at in terms of uh, getting the players refocused and, and ready for Detroit on Friday. But, uh, you know, no sign of Pearson or Nygaard and, and Gaetan Haas right now skating as the extra forward. So no significant changes from the line combinations that were employed last night. Chris Russell out there today? Yeah. So six of the, you know, I mean, basically you've got the, you know, the six defensemen that were dressed last night. Uh, skating today, and uh, you've got, uh, you know, Pearson and, and concussion protocol. So status quo here for the Oilers, uh, as you can imagine, working a lot of things. Jimmy Playfair uh, running a few drills right now. That's one thing uh, that you and I have noticed with respect to how practices are conducted. Usually it was Todd explaining and then running the drills himself. Dave Tippett, uh, you know, delegates a little bit more uh, than what we saw from, from Todd McCall, at least the last, uh, you know, full-time Oilers head coach, not with an interim tag. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's interesting to watch. Uh, I do think, Jack, it, it, knowing that Person's in concussion uh, protocol, I think we both assume that maybe Lagason might get recalled here, maybe even later this afternoon. But Brandon Manning played Oak. I mean, it's it's ironic. In a night in which the Oilers were outshot as badly as there was, I, I thought Manning was fine. He was not the defenseman that, uh, frankly, frustrated me personally watching the game the most in terms of his puck maintenance and that sort of thing. Well, the other thing that could happen, Bob, as you know, is after Detroit, it's it's Saturday, and I caught the tail end of your conversation with Jay, you know, Monday from Chicago, and I think perhaps the Condor schedule might dictate how they decide to bring up kind of the action in case there's an injury. And I cause in other words, I think you and I both expect Manning will obviously play against the Red Wings. And if there's a way to get Lagus in a game, and, I, and that's where you could maybe help me out, if the Condors are playing on Friday, that's where theoretically you might be able to steal Lagus in another game, another experience, and then you know bring him up next week's road games in Winnipeg and Minnesota in case there's an injury or in case uh, there's ineffectiveness with one of the 60 men. All right. Uh, we're, we're kind of cutting in and out a bit there, Jack, but just the bottom line here is same forward lines, same D pairings, nobody missing that should be out there, Haas the extra guy, and they don't have an extra defenseman right now, do they? No, and that's why, you know, that's where, again, it depends on the condor schedule. So the call-up, the call-up might have, you know, might wait until, you know, maybe it's a meet in Winnipeg type situation with Manning, of course, penciled into the lineup for tomorrow's game against the Red Wings. So, you know, I, I do think I agree with you. I think there will be a call-up, but there might be an opportunity to get Agassin or whoever the call-up is an extra game down in the American Hockey League on Baker's schedule if they feel comfortable with that particular format. But, you know, come- all right, we're losing. To- that, I think to round out the two-two-two-two format through the first eight games makes Koskinen withdraw the start tomorrow against the Red Wings. All right, thanks, Jack, for your time. Appreciate it. That's Jack Michaels uh, joining us down at Rogers Place. It's twelve twenty-seven in Edmonton. We are going to go to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, and when we come back, we'll talk to Louis DeRusk, who is our headliner today for Touchback Safety. This is Orders Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.